Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer You're Fellowship. You're not even allowed to talk because you're not here. Stop. You're still gone. You're gone. It's been two weeks. No, You're out is, on is, some Floridian paradise, all-inclusive resort. I've, I've, first of all, I'm not okay. staying at a resort. Oh, really? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. I'm Airbnb-ing it up. Okay, mm-hmm. I am. I get, listen, there's good golf carts to get anywhere. It's an island. It's, it's a, a whole island, island experience I'm like the Keys. You're in the Keys or I one of those not. things? Okay. I am not. I, we said last week I was going to be just south of Jacksonville. I don't know where that is. All right, you, know what, you know what's south Never of Jacksonville? Mind. The Keys. <laughs> right? I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. There you go. I, I will mm-hmm. give you that. You okay. are not wrong. So Jimmy is uh, in Paradise City with Guns N' Roses. I am not. Okay. I am not. I am not. I am not. But, uh, but I'm excited. I'll, you, be, you guys I'll, be, I'll be flying home tomorrow. Now, is the whole family going or just you and your yeah, wife? No, the whole family. Nice. And the Earls. And the Earls. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Yeah, well, tell them I hope they drown. <laughs> so we're actually, we all uh, we, uh, mm. spent three days over at Disney World. Yeah, don't care anymore. What? <laughs> Why would I care now? <laughs> What's wrong? You're, you're taking the opposing team. Opposing team? Yeah, okay. You're it's Team you... Joe against Team Earl. Oh, you're telling me your family would like to go to Disney World with us? Team. I said Team Joe, not Team Thorne. <laughs> okay, there is a difference. Oh, first of all, there's a, a bit of concern. I can't mm. really bring you. Oh, why is that? Are you afraid I can't ride the rides? No. I'm too short? I'm a, no, I'm afraid they're going to try to take you back to It's a Small World. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's all right. <laughs> You're so happy with yes. yourself. Look but at your I, eyes. But I love the fact your that you, you, you were odd to me. Yeah, no, I knew something was part. coming. Yeah, no, because you're, yeah, <laughs> you're an abusive, you're an abusive... <laughs> I love Podcast the fact, wife is I what love you the are. fact that you were on to me. Mm. You saw it. You sniffed it out. Mm-hmm. You were that close. <laughs> you, you were even along the same thread. Because so you know what's going to happen at uh, after this episode drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this was this a Thursday episode? Tuesday episode? No, this is Monday. This is Monday. I'm sorry, Monday. The Monday episode. All right. So at this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. I should be preaching. You should be preaching. I'm. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a long. It's been a long time. It has been. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Let's think of it. Hold on. Well, hold on. Uh, well, I four, can five, five weeks. Is it been? Yeah, because I. Uh, this goes. Oh, six weeks. When was that wedding? That's right. No, get it. Yeah, it was six weeks, Joe. Because I preached. I was scheduled to preach. Right. Yeah, I couldn't uh, for the wedding. Yeah, I was scheduled right. to preach that Sunday. That's the seventeenth, July seventeenth. I, t- I took the next week. So you what you preached July eighteenth too. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, I did the 17th, 18th. Well, 17th. Okay. That's com- you're confusing people. Oh, go ahead. You did the wedding on the 17th. Okay. So I preached on the 18th. Preached on the 18th. And then the following week I preached. 25th? The 25th. Ooh. And then uh, we have four weeks of guest preachers. One, two, three, four. So six weeks. Five, six. Yeah. Look at that, man. And you are on August 29th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Getting six back into Revelation. Off. So, um, are we going to, how are we going to make this work? Well, basically I have to get, uh, docked pay. That's, I'm uh, trying that's, to figure yeah. out how are we, I, I did not realize you're having an extra sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, it, was this your sabbatical year? It, no, but it'll have to count. Uh, you know, cause I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rough. The only thing I've done is uh Lord's supper. I mean, and I just last week started. Yep. And, and was, you were winded. I kept running out of breath. And I'm not like making funny. No, it's no. Just, it's yeah. it, first of all, it's funny, and second of all, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely, yeah. I was I was surprised. So yeah, I, I ran out of breath uh, trying to do Lord's Supper. Got it done this week. Much better. 
Good, you know? good. I'm glad to hear that. And we love. And you and you seem a lot better. Like yeah. even last week, you could tell you were tired. Yeah. Like, and and I, I say weak. You know what I mean? Like you seem tired and weak. Yeah. Um, no, I was. <laughs> at, at this, like, you definitely. Yeah. Definitely I would say I'm, I'm I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling yeah. better. I'm still tired just because you know. Yeah, I mean, I sleep a lot. Uh, like I sleep a lot. Like I go to bed early. Well, I, I get up early, but I go to bed early now. So mm. wait, like what time is early for you? Because eight. It, okay, early for you used to be like eleven thirty. Okay, no, not not exactly. Early would be ten thirty. Uh, early was ten thirty. Bro, you were. On I would step till midnight. Two a.m. No, 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 never. No, two. No, t- midnight. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even start with your. No. You're, you're overly dramatic. You're melodramatic. Oh like. my. <laughs> FYI, mm? that's called the Pinocchio effect. What's that? Where you keep trying to convince the audience that I'm wrong, and you keep talking, and that shows that you're lying. See, the thing is, is you are the one that's lying, here, though. Here that's what Bob's so, yeah, still see, doing. Oh, it. I hate you so much. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I hope your plane goes down. <laughs> I hope you live. Dang. I hope you wow. live. But I hope your plane goes down no, and your I vacation did, is no, ruined. I did get a notice. I, well, speaking of, mm-hmm. I did get a notice yesterday. Tropical storm Grace is expected to impact parts of Florida and the Caribbean oh. and may cause disruptions to your flight, including possible delays or cancellations. Uh, <laughs> last time you went with the Earls to Texas, did you guys get snowed in snowed at the in. snow blizzard? <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Oh, please. Lord, let this be a teachable moment for Jimmy. Let this be an affliction that breaks his pride, brings him back to you and softens his heart, teaches him what to be more compassionate about? to his senior pastor. Oh, now you're senior pastor? You're I, no, I meant that in terms of senior citizen. By the way, you know what I found out? What's that? You can join ARP before you're 65. Wait, can you start? AARP. It's a senior citizens group. What is it? You what get discounts it? on like breakfast at Denny's. Oh. Yeah. I could join ARP. You could join ARP. No, how hundred percent? I don't think there's any age restriction. No, there has yep, to be. No, there's not. There has to be. Look Joey. it up. Look it up because I'm going to join. Joey, I'm going. Oh, I'm going full ARP. Uh, it's AARP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a uh, membership. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll do it together. Age see. to join. Oh, oh, it does say under fifty. You could still join. Yeah. See, right there. Look at that. No minimum age requirement. Hold on, hon. I just read it. No, I know, but it says there's an asterisk. Limitations may exist on some benefits, including age limitations. <laughs> including what? <laughs> including age limitations. How can restrictions... I'm telling you, it, I'm looking at the thing. It doesn't make any sense. It says, while AARP is dedicated to people over 50, there is no minimum age to join asterisk. I went down to the asterisk. Limitations may exist on some benefits, including <laughs> age limitations. <laughs> Some old person wrote that. I don't even know what they're saying. That's confusing. I think I know the. I think I know the person that wrote that. Did I write that? <laughs> I'm not a member yet. I'm going to join. Oh my goodness! I want to find out like what kind of deals what do you like get, like though? Outback Steakhouse. You can save like fifteen percent. Denny's. Steakhouse. All right. First yeah, of all, man. none of that means anything. To what, me. what do you? Oh, I know because you're so I'm at the rich. Here we go. You don't. Oh, yeah, Charlie. Demi does care about that. Hilton. Hilton. Wyndham. Right. I, I do have Hilton rewards, so that might work for mm-hmm. me. Join today. How much does it cost What's to join? Health and wellness. It's not much. Okay. Name Street. Ba, ba, ba. All right. Well, that's feel pretty cool. Vac- yeah. Okay. You don't need tips. But yeah, man, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna do it. All right. I'm gonna get in on the art. Listen, I like the guy, like the dude that's on. Oh wait, hold on. That's Kevin Costner. Never mind. Where's Kevin Costner? <laughs> oh look, okay, I'm at the website down bottom right. There's like a uh, way at the bottom. Oh yeah. Oh, he looks good. I know. Uh, it was zoomed out. I was like, man, who who over fifty looks like this? I'm yeah. Like, oh, Kevin. Yeah, Costner. he's sixty two. I think. Yeah, Kevin oh, my Costner. Gosh. Yeah, he looked good. 
But you look get up close, he looks his age. If you get up close on him, he's all yeah. got that leathery skin from being in the I, sun on the ranch all day. Well, yeah, that. Uh, but that that add to that's his it appeal. Makes it worse. That yeah, makes I mean, it, it makes the skin worse. But no, he looks good. No, but he looks good. Yeah, he no, that leathery good. look. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah, he's cowboy. It, yeah, he's a cowboy. Yeah, it's uh, like I was sitting there in in Vegas, and there was this old guy. Yeah, and uh, silver hair, just white. And it was just gorgeous, just gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, someone tried making fun of him. Which I couldn't understand. Why are you like? Because they're jealous. I guess so. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, good looking old guy. Like, you know, they're like making fun. Of like, and I just, I said out loud at the table, I'm like, hey man, my man, my man, you apologize for nothing, Silver Fox. You apologize <laughs> for nothing. Jimmy is the life of the table uh, at the casino. And just keep rolling, sir. Keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What are we talking about today? Uh, I think we're talking about uh, Welch's or something. Welch's. The Lord's Supper. Lord's Supper. Here you Lord's go. Question, we're going to do question 102 and 103. There we go. And so uh, 102 says, what is the Lord's Supper? The Lord's Supper is an ordinance of the New Testament instituted by Jesus Christ, wherein by giving and receiving bread and wine, according to his appointment, his death is shown forth, and the worthy receivers are, not after a corporal and carnal manner, but by faith, made partakers of his body and blood with all his benefits to their spiritual nourishment and growth in grace. Sounds good. Mm. So listen, um, Protestants take the Lord's Supper in theory. We take it seriously. There are two sacraments, right? Two ordinances that Jesus gave us. Thank goodness foot washing is not one of them. Foot washing is not one. I was talking to somebody about foot washing the other day, and he goes, goes, I don't mind the foot washing. I go, really? He goes, as long as I can use a power washer. Like a deck cleaner, like one of those spray hoses. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. That'd be fine. So, yeah, we've got the baptism and the Lord's Supper, right? Yes. And we've already covered baptism, so now we're looking at the Lord's Supper. Now, this it doesn't say here, but let's just address this issue. We celebrate it weekly. We yeah. think every church should celebrate it weekly. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Scripture talks about it as often as you gather together. Yeah. Hey, disciples, when you gather, and when do we gather? On the Lord's Day, every, weekly? Every week. Okay. Oh. So why, why? Okay, so there's that's the principle. Yeah. Why else should we be celebrating this weekly? And if listen, if you guys do it monthly or quarterly, like we're not, we're not mad, we're not but dogging. What's, but, okay, but what's some of the reasoning behind that though? Like, why uh, then are people doing it? There is. Listen, I I don't think there is any good reason. The only reasons I've ever heard articulated, and please let us know if you have other reasons. But the reasons that I've heard articulated is number one, scripture does not mandate how often, not explicitly. Okay. Uh, number two. Uh, then I've heard people say, this is not a good argument, but like, it'll lose its significance. It'll lose, you know, the, the it's special. You don't do it all the time. But we're, but we're called to praise and to sit under God's teaching, sit under the word yeah. weekly. Yeah. Does that lose its value? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. The more often you you sit under the word and the more often you sing, mm. uh, the, the less, God stops working. You just stop sanctifying. The means of grace lose God's their power. Like, I gave you everything last week. Yeah, like, I guess I'm spent. I got nothing left. The reservoir is empty. Yeah, come I know. Back, listen, I come know. Back next month. I know. No, so listen, if you guys, if you guys are at churches that really believe in this, because a lot of the people that I know that don't sell, that celebrate the Lord's Supper monthly or quarterly, they don't like it. They would rather it be more often. But if you is it, like, but is that, that leadership or is that just individuals? Like, or is that oh, a mixture uh, of both? It's, it's like, a mixture of okay, both. Okay. Yeah. So, but if you like and value it that way, and you have other reasons, let us know. Hit us up on uh, social media at Doc and Devo, and let us yeah. know because we honestly, like, we used to do it monthly. Yeah. And because just because that's the way we've always done it. But one of the things we are big on is like, hey, let's evaluate why we do what we do. 
Like, and that we co- we're constantly revisiting. Why do we do it this way? Like, okay, and what does the Bible have to say? And we were compelled to go back, like Jimmy said, because of the way Jesus talks about it and because of the way uh, the means of grace are given to us. We're supposed to meet and sing and pray and read God's word and preach and take an offering every mm-hmm. time we gather. Mm-hmm. And Lord's Supper. Lord's Supper should be a part of that. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, well, the other thing it says that might be somewhat... Um, potentially controversial to some people, is that uh, it's an ordinance of the New Testament instituted by Jesus, meaning the church didn't create this, Jesus gave it to the church, uh, wherein by giving and receiving bread and wine. Wine. Okay, so uh, wine is definitely... The key ingredient. Well, hold on, hold on, Joe. Is is that the correct interpretation, though? What's your favorite word? Huh? Say your favorite Greek word. Go ahead. Your favorite Greek word. Is this a bit? You go, oinos. You always go, you go, that's your thing. Oinos. 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 Wine. Could be grape juice. But it it could Could be be Welch's. It could be unfermented. Not really. It could be fruit of the vine. It it, it could be uh, Coke or Pepsi. (laughs) Could be RC Cola. Could be anything you want to But I mean, yeah. So some people look at that and say, well, you know. They have incorrect interpretations yeah. of Scripture. Yeah, basically for like, uh, you know, like 1,800 years, uh, the church drank wine. And then the te- and then in America, the temperance movement began. Ah. And people got all dicey and, and weird about alcohol because there was a scourge of alcoholism and, and, and abuse. Um, and so the temperance movement was something that the church bought into. Mm, and so did Sir Vincent Welch. Yeah, no, that's not his name. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ed Welch, I think is no, <laughs> that's a counselor. John Piper Welch, <laughs> JPW as he was known. So um, so yeah, Mr. Welch uh, figured out how to pasteurize or whatever, how to mm-hmm. produce a grape juice that doesn't ferment, and uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, Thomas Welch, that was Thomas Welch, eighteen sixty nine. So uh, that is when uh, Baptists in particular, but a lot of churches began to adopt the use of grape juice uh, to ease people's conscience, to, you know, maybe push back against alcoholism. But uh, And I think that's still part of it today for some churches, right? Oh, for sure. They people are have, very sensitive. They're very sensitive to that, right? Like We don't hate on that. We don't hate on that. Like, it, it may be like, hey, listen, we, we understand the interpretation. We understand. We do believe maybe that uh, we, we're convinced that the lord allows for this yeah uh and out of out of you know respect of our right. brothers and sisters that struggle we're going to eliminate that temptation think about it like we talked about this last week on baptism right okay there is the command and then there are concessions yes right yep. and so like some you know early churches said uh well you know like uh, even in the didache hey uh you know should be immersion no, it's decade. Baptism, you should be immersed, right? But if you if if you can't providentially hindered, pour water on the head three yep. times, something like that. Um, it's a concession. Yeah. Now, whether that's right or wrong, that's you know churches have done that, and so we even function in terms of a concession when it comes to the Lord's Supper because we believe wine is what's commanded, mm-hmm. but we think juice still works because it's still essentially it's juice squeezed from a grape. So we're like, okay, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, so it's fruit just, of the vine. It's just, yeah, it's just not fermented. I think I remember, and I'm not going to say who it is, mm-hmm. and I would prefer if you didn't say mm-hmm. it, because I know you're going to know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say. All right, good. Uh, we had this conversation once about wine and juice and alcoholism mm-hmm. with a, a third party, and they were trying to make the argument that if the individual was truly redeemed... 
I don't remember who is, but I have a, there's a person I think who would say something like this. Text it to me. Okay. Uh, that they would, uh, if they're truly redeemed, that they, they would be able to partake of the wine and not fall back into, well, yeah. first of all, alcoholism is not real. Yes, that's exactly yeah, what Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. That's the person. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember sitting there like Somebody appalled. not theologically trained who hasn't taken church history who who is very passionate and gets really I was amped appalled. about stuff. And yeah. I remember sitting there like Hey listen, and you, it, alcoholism runs in our families. Yes. Both of our families. And so I had to recognize that like okay, am I being defensive? Am I just being mm-hmm. this? But I'm like, no, I think this is a pastoral issue. Right. right? Like that that's a and that's really just ignorance. Yeah. Right? <laughs> of of not understanding. Uh it's like listen, some people never marry. Right. Like we have people that never marry, like in the Bible, we have people yeah. today and there are a multiplicity of reasons to it. Right. So they, they never marry. And that's fine. There are some people like they never drink. And sometimes it's because, oh, no, uh, alcohol destroyed me. Yeah. I will never drink again. Or I've watched it. I've watched. Yeah, you've alcohol. seen it. I, I've seen it. I saw Done. it. My parents. Yep. I saw it with my uncle. I, I'm not doing it. Right. You know, so we, we get all of that. So, all right, here's what we're saying. Here's what we're saying. Juice. Is I want a, you to know that sadly you don't remember it, but you knew. Yeah, like just by personality pretty, type, right? Yeah, like that, that. That that's an indicator of an issue. By the way, it was Barnabas Piper. No, it was like, not. It was. <laughs> not. It was Barnabas no, Piper. It was not. No, he's a perfectionist. No, nope. he's a Wesleyan perfectionist. No, nope. ever since nope, he went nope, to nope, that nope, church nope, in Tennessee. Nope, nope. nope. <laughs> well, ever since he went to a manual. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah ever since it puts the emphasis on man, it's like man is in all caps. <laughs> the manly church where everybody ever drinks. Ever since Ray Ortland got his yeah. hands on him, they started drinking whiskey for communion. <laughs> okay, no, it's obviously it's not Barnabas Piper. We love you, Barnabas. Mm-hmm. We know you don't listen. Yeah, uh, but somebody tell Barnabas that we love him. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so let's just get to the heart of this. All right. Um, this is something that we ought to be doing weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think uh, wine and juice are good and fine. Yep. And we use, we're super hipster and we have uh, gluten-free bread. Continue. <laughs> we do have gluten-free like matzah. Mm-hmm. And I think it tastes good. So I like it. And it's I like- really dry. Yeah, it's matzah. Dr- no, it's dry. It's matzah. It's not supposed to be it's, pumpkin bread. It's What's wrong dry. with you? Why is this not like pumpkin no, bread? No, I'm looking for squirrel bread. There's no chocolate in here. I want chocolate I, chips in my banana all, bread. I don't do that. Yeah, you like banana bread. I do like banana yeah. bread, but I don't, in moderation, I don't have a sweet tooth. No, I know. We've had this discussion. Yeah, oh, I, was, okay. I was surprised about that recently. Why? I, I just hadn't picked up I'm on so it. Because I'm so big? No, I just hadn't picked up on it. I just figured like, yeah, people like cake. People like stuff, you know? No. I mean, I prefer I, I, salty, but I'll, I'll eat a piece of pie. No, it depends. Like, if Michelle makes like a cupcake, I'll have a cupcake. No. But like, I typically- What's just, better, pie or cake? Oh, I prefer pie. Yes. Yes, yeah, because it's apple, better. Apple pie is, I think. It's a superior dessert. All right, we got to get this. All right, sorry. All right. So. Um, Can we do that for communion? Because it, it's okay, bread. If it's, if it's not it's apple, because apple pie is fine. I like like a boysenberry pie. Mm. Mm, blackberry pie, raspberry pie. So according pie. to his appointment. All right. His death is shown forth. Yep. And worthy receivers are mm-hmm. not after a corporal and carnal manner, but by faith made partakers of his body and blood with all benefits to their spiritual nourishment and growth and grace. So here's the only point that we that I think. But, but I think, right, hold well, on, I, I'm going to need you to define something for Steve McCoy. Okay, yes. When they say in corporal and carnal manner, what, what are you yeah. talking about? What, what are those Yeah, two? so like, um, we're the, okay, sorry. Uh, worthy receivers, so like you can take that clause out, right? Worthy receivers are made partakers of his body and blood, not after a corporal and carnal matter. So you're not made partakers of his blood as if the elements actually become the body and blood. We're not talking about transubstantiation yep, I, here. Yep. So, um, and Steve, if you don't know what transubstantiation is, then just go back to seminary, bro, because I ain't yeah, got bro, time for this. I, okay. you, you, need, you need some help there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Steve does have a degree from a very good seminary. But, apparently, just oh well, gosh. he went to a different school. He went to the Billy Graham school at the seminary, and I went to the theology school. So it's a little bit different. Well, yeah. well caliper. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the Billy Graham school. He went to the Billy Graham school, and I went to the uh, the slave owner theology founders uh, school. That's what I <laughs> is that what you James Pettigrew? He wasn't a slave owner. All right, so let me make this point right because I think right, this is ahead, really important. We believe as Baptists that um, that the Lord's Supper is a means of grace. Mm. God gave us Jesus gave us yes a a beautiful gift that um, preaches the gospel in a tangible form. We have bread and wine or juice that depict His body and blood, His sacrifice. So we are reminded of his sacrifice we are remembering it is a memorial but it's more than a memorial we are remembering his offering for sin like this is the basis of our salvation he made satisfaction he made purification for sins by a sacrifice so we remember that right and but it, as we do this and receive it by faith it becomes a means of grace and we are spiritually nourished we mm. grow through this so if you neglect this you will struggle in your growth. This is something that God uses to convey grace because it is a preaching of the gospel. It is truth, right? And we're sanctified by truth. Which is why I think it's it's really crucial then. That that all the more mm-hmm. should be pushing us to want to partake of this weekly. Yeah, why <laughs> I need all of the help and all of the grace I yeah, can get. Yeah, yeah. I need to grow. I want grace and peace to be multiplied to me. We're in First Peter now mm-hmm. uh for our weekday wisdom for all access members. Uh and uh I like this is one of the means by which yeah. grace and peace is multiplied to you because it's a means of grace. Great book by Richard Barcellus, The Lord's Supper, a means of grace. We're gonna link that link to nice. that in the show notes. Be sure and get that. So this is something that like we definitely need to take seriously, something that we need to press into, something that we need to look forward to, and not just run through it like, okay, eat it, drink it, sit back down, let's get going. Like, yeah. Like take the time. Like I w- when I eat and drink. In that moment, sometimes I'm by myself because like for one service, my family's not there. And then typically the other service, they're all together. But like my main thing is, is like this is like Jesus died for me. This is mm-hmm. a picture of Christ's death for me. And in this moment, there is a kind of fellowship or communion that you have with Christ. Yeah. And so uh, it is extremely significant. Bonds, it, it Binds the church together, mm-hmm. right? Bonds the church together, and it becomes a, a great point of unity. So I have a thought I want to share. Yes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till after I read. Okay, 103 because I think it. I think it fits better here. All right, cool. Right. So who are the proper subjects of this ordinance? They who have been baptized upon a personal profession of their faith in Jesus Christ and repentance from dead works. Mm-hmm. So this is not snack time. Right. Right. This is not like snack time for our kids. I know it's a bad snack. It's a bad snack, but but <clears throat> I know I think for some people it's easier for them just to be like, oh, there's no harm mm. in just letting my child, you know, partake this. Yeah. Without actually knowing the significance of it, I do think it's actually harmful. Yeah. In the sense that it's not going to hurt them. Well, like God, it, could, God, God might strike those kids dead. Okay. Well, I'm not going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm going to go ahead and stand on a ledge here and okay. say the Lord's not going to strike them dead. Maybe the parents. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, there we go. As long as I get a maybe. I want somebody to <laughs> maybe some drama. Um but I do think the harm it does is that yeah. it, it does be it, they don't quite grasp the significance yeah. of waiting for it and what that it means for their 
their profession of faith mm-hmm. that and i think it also it, it, it dilutes then their understanding of membership within the church yep so i think it actually has ramifications down Huge. the line i mean it's, it's teaching them that the lord's supper is an ineffectual means of grace because they're taking it and there's no change there's nothing there's nothing there no there's no grace because they made. yeah because for for a number of them they're, they're not believers right now if they're believers great but like we're saying here that and this is pretty much all protestants right the people that partake of the Lord's Supper are those who have been baptized, right? Um, and so for us, that's, you know, those who yeah. have been baptized by immersion as uh, believers, mm-hmm. as people that have, have confessed, they are the ones. And so we encourage people to come, right? If you're yeah. visiting with us. And, you know, we're more like John Bunyan in this. Like John Bunyan would argue in his treatise, um, Differences in Water Baptism, No Bar to Communion, uh, he would argue that Paul's essential qualification for being, uh, you know, allowed to the Lord's Supper are those are visible saints, like yeah. These are these are people who uh, who are repentant, following the Lord, believing yep. in Jesus, and yes, of course, baptized. But you might have a different understanding of baptism, and if you do, we well, should still be able to come to the table together. Correct. Because Correct. Th- what Paul says is, like, you got to be a visible saint, walking with Jesus. Like that's the idea, and that and that's it, right? And so, getting back to like the kids part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it took a good three to four weeks. Mm for my kids to stop asking. Yeah. Right? Because, like, we kept explaining to them, like, no, 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 this is not for you. Yeah. And we explained why. And, and then we'd ask them questions, like, if you, if you you know, love Jesus, you believe in Jesus, then let's have that conversation. Yeah. You know? Um, so now, like, they, they don't ask to partake because they understand we're not ready for that. Yeah. But here's a sweet story I wanted to share from today. Oh, cool. This is why I wanted to get to this. Was, so at where we're at now, uh, we can't take the elements back to our seat. Right. Where typically at Redeemer, we would take the elements back to our seat, and there I would explain to my kids the 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 bread and the cup. Yeah. And we would talk, and I'd ask them questions about what does this represent? Mm-hmm. Why is this important? All, like, and I, I'd ask them. That I would ask them to share the gospel with me. Right. And, and how the gospel is shown in the elements. Uh, and then we'd pray together as a family, and then Michelle and I would partake. Right. But we can't do that. You got to do it. Yeah. We have to do it near one of the receptacles where we discard the element, the so, wrappings and all that. So, but today, I don't know if you know where we're sitting, way mm-hmm. on the side, we're on the tiled area. And so at that area, I could have it right there. Yeah. So we sit down and Michelle and I are just sitting down with our, with the elements and uh, Ariana gets up and, and she looks over at her brothers and says, oh, uh. Can we do that thing where we <laughs> nice. where we talk about yep. communion? I was like, yeah. Yep. And she's like, yeah, can we, can we pray? I'm like, yeah. And it was just like, it dawned on me like, they missed that too. Yeah. Right? That's they it. missed that aspect of, of mm. the Lord's Supper that even though they understood they couldn't take it, yeah. they were still engaged in some way yeah. and being catechized in that way. Why aren't you talking to them at one of the stations? Hmm? Why don't you just want you? Like, I talk to my kids at the station. Yeah, thanks for thank you so much. Why don't you for, doing it there? I really I appreciate. Like, you. like you still do it. It seems like well, we choose. I hate you. Just, we you have our, I owe you so oh bad. Oh my gosh, you've been, you've been abusive today, man. Thank you for all right. Now nobody's gonna even remember your story. No, They're I know because that was that such you're... a good bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I could. But we weren't. No, but there is pressure for, to move along. For efficiency stake, yes, yeah. I have to go faster. Yeah, there, there, there is pressure to move along. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Killian, Brad. He goes, uh, body, and I go, Madeline, wine. She goes, blood. I'm like, let's go, <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> it's like it's entering like, D Day. It's like boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, 
let me get back to this. All right, sorry. I, I keep Proper it. subjects. They I were baptized upon a personal profession of their faith in Jesus yes. Christ and repentance from dead works. What? Yeah. So, I mean, in, in, in short, like the difference between good works and dead works, dead works, you read about dead works in Hebrews, for example. Uh, dead works are uh, what you might think of as good works, but done apart from faith. Okay. Right. So good deeds, uh, you know, uh, positive uh, uh, response to God's law uh, in a moral sense or whatever. Um, those are works, but they're dead because they don't stem from faith. And apart from faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we repent of our dead works, of our worldly moralistic uh, measurements and, and efforts. So really the bottom line here is, is anyone who has been born again and been baptized needs to be encouraged to come. And listen, if... They have slipped into sin and rebellion, or they're spiritually cold, and their faith is small, and they haven't talked to God in a in over a week or a month. Then it's still the day for them to come forward if they will come humbly and mm. begin to repent. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, like just, don't be like, "Hey, man, you've 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 been in a bad way for the last three weeks. You can't come to the Lord's Supper until you clean up your life." That's not the idea. Yeah, just begin by confessing your sin. And come forward and begin repenting, right? Because that's you know today is always the day of repentance, the day mm. of salvation for many. It's the beginning um, of so much good. So we'll talk about fencing the table and we'll do all that stuff. We'll get more into this, but I think the, the big picture is. Uh, we want to take the Lord's Supper seriously. We want yeah. all of you guys to take the Lord's Supper seriously. Whether you celebrate it, you know, monthly or every week like you're supposed to. Um, the <laughs> the main thing is, is listen, don't waste it. It's such a gift. You're draw- When you do it by faith, you're drawing near to Christ. It's amazing. Grace is conveyed. You're, 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 be- you're beginning to be changed. That, for me, is exciting because I need it. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Go to the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. We got that all-access exclusive content, Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DoctrineDevotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later.